Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. A pretty rude start to the week for Asian markets, with the Straits Times Index seeing another notable Monday loss, and the rest of the region also caught unawares by a handful of possible risk reasons. Coming out of mainland China, with regulators once again taking aim at some of the tech stalwarts. Well, today we're pleased to be joined by Amundi's Vincent Mortier. He's the deputy group CIO and Asia X Japan supervisor for Amundi. He's here to help us tie things together from an institutional point of view. Vincent, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still safe um, out there in France. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you. Good afternoon. I will start off with Singapore. Um, and just now, we've noticed that the Straits Times Index has once again opened the week, the notable loss. And there was a lot of hope, actually, that with over 80% of Singapore being vaccinated, and also these plans to reopen this externally reliant economy would lift market and economic spirits. However, we have the Straits Times Index not just struggling to make any progress, but actually falling below 3,100 and still seeing or more turbulence, actually, than they have in recent weeks. What do you think has capped sentiment with regards to uh, Singapore stocks from an institutional point of view? And yes, indeed, uh, Singapore did uh, a very impressive job um, as regards the vaccination and the opening efforts. You mentioned uh, more than 80% fully vaccinated. That's very impressive. But as you, as you know, Singapore is a very open economy. Over um, two-thirds of the revenues from the Singapore listed companies are coming from outside of Singapore. So in fact, the fortunes of the uh, Singapore uh, Stock Exchange uh, are really highly dependent upon what is going on elsewhere. As you have seen, they, we are not yet done with the COVID. Mm-hmm. There has been some uh, resurgences uh, of the Delta uh, variant in the US, in Europe as well, in other countries in Asia. Uh, unfortunately, we are not yet uh, out of the woods, if I may say. And by the way, uh, Singapore borders are still closed. Huh? Uh, you know, the last time I had the, the great pleasure to to come to Singapore was uh, 18 months ago. I mean, hopefully all this will uh, normalize, but we are not yet there. And uh, Singapore, uh, as an open economy, is uh, correlated in a way huh, to what is happening uh, elsewhere. So, Vincent, in some sense, unless everybody else starts to recover, Singapore's possible recovery will also be perhaps stagnant or still. Yes, correct. I mean, um, uh, Singapore is clearly inserted into the global economy for the good and the worse, huh, finally. Um, and indeed, uh, we don't foresee a long-lasting recovery in Singapore unless uh, the other economies are uh, in better shape um, and uh, the COVID situation is normalizing. Even though Singapore authorities are doing their best, they don't have all the cards in their hands. You mentioned external factors, and of course, COVID-19, as you mentioned, is a huge part of this also. But there's other things that are happening, especially among major central bankers. There's talk about tapering um, monetary support coming from the U.S. Federal Reserve, even the European Central Bank. There's continued worries about inflation and a global slowdown possibly spreading more. How much of this is also playing into some of the uh, market hesitancy that we've seen transpire in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, indeed. You you just named all the good uh, all the good factors to, to to be watched. So indeed, what we witness is uh, growth momentum overall is put into question because uh, stimulus and support expiring. And in parallel, uh, there has been uh, 
bad surprises month after month on inflation due to various factors. So supply chain disruption, higher wages, in particular in the US, higher housing prices. And we believe that inflation pressures and will continue. And we don't totally at Amundi buy into the, the optimistic scenario uh, put by the Fed or the ECB. We think that central banks will be in a more and more difficult spot. Rates will need to go higher in parallel with uh, inflation. And as well, uh, for governments, it will be more and more difficult uh, because uh, given the high level of debt which has been accumulated everywhere, if we have higher interest rates at trend, therefore, to have new big stimulus programs will be more and more difficult to to design and to put in place. So we are entering into, I would say, a, a tricky area where we can have some uh, much slower growth overall and much higher inflation than what we expect and therefore a kind of stagflation, you know, so uh, it's not a good spot uh, to be. Mm -hmm. So something we will need very closely and the next month will be key to see where we are in this, in this challenge. But it's true that the market is uh, realizing that the odds of something going bad uh, are increasing, actually. Uh, was listening to Vincent Mortier. He's the deputy group CIO and Asia X Japan supervisor for Amundi to get Amundi's uh, take, at least, on the state for Asian and Singapore markets, uh, given the re resumption of all this market uncertainty. Vincent, how closely are you folks at Amundi watching what's unfolding out in mainland China? And we've seen a lot of market uncertainty injected in the form of a lot of these regulatory risks. We've also seen fears, at least, rise about uh, the possible fallout should the developer like China Evergrande, for instance, collapse because of all these debt issues. How, how closely are you folks watching a lot of these things unfolding in China, and how is this shaping your outlook for emerging markets overall? Yeah, indeed, China has become to watch very closely. Um, at MD, we've got growing activity on the ground in China, so we have a first-hand uh, look on, on what's happening there, and um, what is fascinating is that China is finally uh, following its own agenda which can be painful, or very painful for some investors, if you are invested into the sectors which are hit by the new regulations. We need to take a, a step back. I mean, short term, um, there are some pain. It's not a big surprise because finally, the, what is happening uh, was written in advance, uh, in a way, by Chinese authorities. It's not a big surprise to us. On the medium term horizon, I believe China Chinese assets are still interesting. And they are an interesting alternative to others because they are very decorrelated. The growth prospects are still healthy. So you can buy medium long-term growth at a decent price because valuations are not that high compared to other markets, in particular on the credit and fixed income space. And the People Bank of China is pretty orthodox mm -hmm. compared to other banks. And therefore, we also strongly believe that the uh, yuan will uh, strengthen and, uh, and so if you invest into Chinese assets, when you are a foreigner, you probably also you will have some uh, nice uh, additional performance coming from the currency. So overall, strategically, we continue to think China is a, is a must-have, but you need to be uh, very well diversified and to, to follow well what is happening on the ground to avoid the big traps. But you know, all the sectors which have been under attack, in fact, are uh, sectors which were uh, clearly targeted some weeks or months ago uh, by the authorities. So I am surprised. 
at the same time, there are lots of opportunities, and not all segments have suffered at all. Um, but medium long term, what is going on in China currently is uh, probably good news for the country uh, in terms of sustainability, of um, fight against inequalities, of green transition. So uh, you need to disconnect uh, time horizons. If you are bold, to buy currently the Chinese market is probably more interesting medium term than to buy uh, on average the US market or the European market. So, Vincent, just very quickly, um, uh, can you tell us overall what Amundi's strategy might be heading into the fourth quarter? Would you say that investors should stay invested still or should people perhaps include more um, mechanisms to try and manage the risk? What is the overall strategy now? Yeah, overall, we are, we are cautious, to be clear. So I would say uh, on a cross-asset investment, we are neutral with a cautious bias, as you mentioned, with protections. And, and you can buy some interesting protections in the marketplace uh, through uh, derivatives or gold, uh, for example, or uh, some uh, very high-quality assets. Clearly a bias towards uh, on the equity market, uh, towards uh, value uh, and high-dividend stocks, mm-hmm. so stocks which are quality, positively sensitive to higher rates. Uh, still, uh, we believe emerging markets, on average, are offering uh, an interesting uh, investment case. Uh, we just talk about China, but beyond China, you have uh, some uh, good value for money uh, in most markets, uh, equities uh, and credit, but in a selective way. So the idea is not to buy everything. There are some value traps. There are things which are clearly uh, too expensive on the tech, tech part, notably. Um, so it's a question of uh, picking uh, and uh, managing the risks in a well-diversified manner and not to be too exposed to uh, one single factor, one single country. So it's, it's not an easy uh, road ahead, huh, to be clear. So you need to be uh, agile um, and uh, to think always about uh, the, va- the value of what you are buying, uh, the business model, the business case, the revenue stream, and whether uh, you invest into uh, strong, uh, uh, strong companies or uh, strong situations in the credit space, and don't uh, don't always follow uh, the craze or um, the momentum in a way. All right, uh, Vincent Mortier. Deputy Group CIO and Asia X Japan Supervisor for Amundi, thank you so much for joining us today on Money FM 89.3 here in Singapore. As always, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these uncertain times, and we look forward to next time you can join us on the show. Meanwhile, do stay safe, and we hope you have a good morning ahead of you out there in France. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.